Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Okay, now it's time for some uh, community questions from the great Andy Raymond. Oi. If I go ahead and produce Bloke the Movie, which actors should I get to play you lot? Guru, who's playing you? Who played Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Zach Gal- Galifianakis is probably getting mine. <laughs> Jesus, Guru. Oh. Spare yourself, man. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy, who's playing? Uh, no, I think mine picks itself. Owen Wilson. Maddie, you can call it out. Who's playing you, mate? <coughs> I don't, I don't really Squeak? <laughs> Squeak. <laughs> Your mum's going out with Squeak. <laughs> basketball? Is it basketball? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Okay. Emmy, who's playing you in a movie, mate? Probably one of your big Hollywood hunks, like your Goslings or someone like that. <laughs> um, no, I've been told, actually, there's, there's a, a bloke on um, Parks and Rec, uh, Adam Scott. It's a bit of a stretch, but whack some glasses and a thick beard on him and maybe we'll talk. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Have I missed anyone? Who would you cast as, as me? As you? Yeah. Fucking hell. Fucking put me on the spot, mate. Um, Dan Vittori. <laughs> yeah, Dan I just don't know what his acting chops. I don't know if he could pull it off. Yeah. yeah. I reckon he could. I reckon he could. Yeah. Um, who would play me? Uh, everyone thinks the guy out of American Pie, but I actually think, you know the guy out of The, the Pianist? Yeah. With the absolutely massive schnoz. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also in Peaky Blinders and that. I forgot his name. I'll get it up. You guys talk. I'll get it up. I'll get his name up. Guru, speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be a fucking content creator. Well, I think speak. you would have to play yourself just quietly. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, there's a bit of a, more of a biopic sort of approach yeah. to it. Okay. There, there, was a, there was a good one thrown out. Adrian there. Brody. Adrian Brody. <laughs> there, there was a good one thrown out there on social media, and, and it was for Matty the Waterboy, the uh, the caddy off Happy Gilmore. The, little, <laughs> <laughs> that is the young fella. That is great. Um, you know who good player before he passed away? Steve Jobs. Jobsy. With the glasses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turtleneck? <laughs> yeah. yeah no, I think no. you could make it work. I think you could make it work, yeah. bro. 
fruit industry. <laughs> <laughs> Oranges. Uh, Ted Talk enthusiast. Yeah, <laughs> I could see myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> next question. Uh, given how good the uh, qualifying was between an NZ and Ireland in the viewing figures, crowd, etc., when will Lee get on board and realise internationals are the future and the way to grow the game rather than origin? I mean, we've. this is a topic that's... It's a real change of pace here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, it, uh, a question as old as time itself. Uh, look, it's a mixture of two things. Is that, A, the game isn't big in a lot of countries, so you've got to create that first. You can't just pump a bunch of money in and hope it works. But, um, yeah, like you don't want to be taken away from Origin to try to potentially build a world game when you've got such a big win already in Origin. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, like, like I think what's going on in the World Cup right now, Rugby Union has been incredible. That game between the All Blacks and Ireland was <coughs> unbelievable on the weekend. Mm. But, I mean, domestically, how's Rugby Union going? Yeah. I know where I'd like – maybe it's just selfishly from my point of view, but I would just rather the NRL stay at – yeah, I w- we'll put it this way: like um, rugby, even in New Zealand, my understanding is not it's not you know flourishing. Mm-hmm. The the Super Rugby sides, it's not like they're you know getting salary caps as big as, to my understanding, as big as the NRL and that. Look, I think that we absolutely have to grow the game. I, I don't know. There's word that you know maybe the NRL goes in and you know owns the international game or whatever. But I think that maybe we need to look at the salary cap and when we make profit and ways to potentially put aside money to invest into the international game. But we're just not there as a game yet. I think that the first priority should be shoring up our finances like that AFL did by buying that huge stadium. Then once we get into that position, we can start looking at putting money into the international game. Yeah, and I think that, you know, I, I think, you know, for us, the NRL is this big world. It's everything for us. It's played on one shoreline at the yeah, end of the day. literally nothing like, to the rest of the world. Yeah. So this idea that we can just go out and, you know, make it an international game, we could spend a billion dollars and it might not even be a drop in the ocean to the world because they just don't care about the game yet. Yeah. So it's got to be slowly but surely. Um, another question. Why do people accept Manly not playing well and finishing outside the eight when Turbo isn't playing but Storm missed Paps pretty much the whole year, finished third and it was disappointing? Uh, by contract, They're both contract for over a million. Well, Pappy definitely isn't on a million dollars, but... Um, Look, I just think that's more of a standard that the storm will set. But I will say, and I was actually having a discussion in my comments section of YouTube last week, and he was kind of frustrated that we were being too harsh on Manly and too forgiving on the Cowboys. Uh, and I kind of made the point that Manly have basically, you know, underachieved for a couple of years now, whereas the Cowboys played really well last year, came 10th this year. Plus, when you look at their squad, they've got a bunch of young Origin players coming through. So it looks like their future is really being set up. Whereas Manly, you look at their squad, not many Origin players. You've just got essentially two, if you don't count Tommy because he's injured, three, if you count Tommy, Jake Troy, which obviously is coming towards the end of his career, DC also coming towards the end of his career. And my point that I brought up in the comments section to this guy was, Jason Tamalolo only played, I think, five more games than Tommy did last year. We didn't hear a peep about the fact that Tamalolo was injured from anyone. But every time you speak about Manly, it's constantly like, oh, yeah, but Tommy's injured. And I just think that, like, they have to move past that as a club. What do you think, boys? Yeah, and they're, like, this is very different examples because when Pappenhausen doesn't play, they've got, you know, I shouldn't say the main example, but they've got Cameron Munster, Jerome Hughes, Harry Grant, superstars all around. Whereas Manly don't have that. DC. It's, it's a very different um, comparison. And I was actually going to bring it up when we were talking about DC earlier in the show that 
you know, all the chat is, and from ourselves included, that, you know, when Tommy's in, when Tommy's out, manly, two different teams, but... I do think we've got to sort of sit back and say, well, Daly Chair Evans, he's sitting there, he's been fit the whole time mm. and has been outstanding the whole time. So there's more to it than just Tom Draboyevich. But with the Pappenhausen example, it's very different. Yeah, it's, it's definitely different. Um, but I, I do think that this, this immediate, oh, Tommy's out, it's mm. like, mate, it's been, what, yeah. five years now? Yeah. Like, it's, how long is that going to be? And unfortunately, it could be another five years for yeah. all we know. I, I just don't think as a Manly fan you should be accepting the last couple of years as, oh, yeah, but Tommy's been injured. Yeah. Like, it's got a – plenty of clubs have key players injured uh, and they just get on with it. They get on with it. And that's why I think Cowboys, even though Cowboys obviously didn't finish the year well, but you never heard about Jason Tamalolo. And Jason Tamalolo has been a key player and winning a premiership at the Cowboys. So his impact is substantial. It I, is substantial. I feel like – and hopefully, Touchwood, hopefully, he's all good next year. He gets through it all, all good, Turbo. But – um, very impressed with Cooler and how he kind of yeah. finished the year at fullback and just well, maybe I'm a bit skewed because I was there in the flesh where he just smashed the Tigers, <laughs> uh, scored a couple of tries, one in the first minute I think as well. Um, but he seems like a gun. So next time it happens, they've tried a few guys to fill in at fullback, Garrick and a few others before, but I think there's like an actual plan now. And <clears throat> you've got to you've got to have someone at fullback for the whole off season. Like it's a non-negotiable. Like it just it's just you cannot afford to have someone not ready to be slot straight into that fullback position without a full preseason under their belt at fullback. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Kohler goes playing for um, Tonga yeah. this off-season as well because I, I agree with you, mate. Those two games, he was incredible. But at the end of the day, it was against... Lower-tier sides. Yeah, the mm. lower-tier sides who, who essentially didn't get off the bus that day. I mean, imagine him with a full preseason <coughs> as fullback. For sure. But I think we've also got to remember that before Jersey Gate last year, Ruben Garrick had Manly as a top-eight side without Turbo. Mm. And then it all fell to shit. Yeah. And I also... Another response, I you know, to the comment, I was like, even when Tommy was playing, they were, I think they were at twelfth, yeah, the week before he got injured. Um, so it's like that 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 excuse, it's it's just not real. Like it as a if you're a professional athlete, yeah, for sure you can go, okay, we we're missing these key players. But if any coach at Manly is waking up, going, oh damn, we don't have Tommy, it's like, why are you? It's it's just anyway, um, okay. If you put Matty Timmy and the bigger uh, Guru Chino, Guru Chino, okay, <laughs> in a pit against you, Denon, do you think you could beat them three v one? Oh, we'd mate, we'd we'd hug it out. We wouldn't <laughs> we wouldn't fight, mate. We'd hug it out and we'd work out a way to get out together. I'd probably start throwing them at Guru to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are the Titans expected to place on the ladder 2024 with Des coming in and what type of football do you think he will make them play next season? I'm excited. I, I think they're Smokies for the eight next year. I really do. I was just about to say, there's about five teams in the bottom eight that I look at their squad and yeah. go, they should play finals for yeah. next Tigers year. Tigers one of them on... Mm. I mean, you could. <laughs> you could. You could, yeah. Who knows? Um, Okay, a bit of a two-in-one question. Where does a Blake Taff play next year? And will Crichton be full-back or centre? Not a dog supporter myself, just curious. Interesting. So Taff basically said he got told he'll be battling Critter for that full-back position at the Bulldogs. Um, look, I, I like that mindset, but I, I think that you know Critter's probably going to get it regardless of how he goes in the preseason trials. Uh, because, again, it's, it's a question of what's your replacement in a key position. Now, Taff is a, a really, really good player, but Critter is grand finalist. Like, I mean, we don't need to list off everything he's done. And I think that if the Bulldogs like anything, it's that superstar in a key position 
and I think the critter will probably win that position. But if Taff plays, you know, as good as he can play, and you can put Critter back in that centre position, that's a massive win for the Dogs. Yeah, I've had a few Bulldogs fans reach out to me and tell me they've heard that Critter will play centre. I'm not buying it. I no. think he just has to be at fullback for me. Yeah, I reckon Critter, they'll both, both obviously play, spend time at fullback throughout the preseason. I think Critter gets first crack at it. Mm. I think barring got, like being particularly poor at training in, in that role and uh, in the trials, which he won't be because it's Critter, He'll play the first, you know, they give him the first six to ten rounds and if it falls on its head, well, they bring Taffy in, happy days, but you've got to give credit the first crack. Yeah, I, just when you look at that spine, you can't, you need to have him there. Yeah. Like, you can't afford to have him sitting out at the centres when he can be a game-breaker, we know that. And I just, I'm just surprised at the amount of people that are just, yeah, you can't play fullback. Like, we don't know that. Yeah, and like, even if it does fall flat in its face and it doesn't work out, surely the upside is worth the risk of having a crack at it. Because I mean, if he does be. succeed there, we can change the whole club. Well, yeah, if he succeeds there, he's a superstar fullback. Yeah. He's got the ability to be literally a top-tier fullback. Mm. Um, okay, here's a good question for you, Guru. Rookie of the Year frontrunners in 2024. <laughs> mm, you in the in, in the comment, <laughs> you've got Munro, Haworth, Leah Tua. <laughs> Very hard on the spot, Kempi. Uh, I am going to back... Do, do we reckon last two finals? Is he a shot to start for the Tigers next year? So you got Caesar you got there Bud and Sullivan, Bud Sullivan. you got Caesar, do we think? No, I don't no? Think so. Okay, good. Uh, Farlongo won't get into the I side. think Munro is a very good shout. Can Munro still... Is he, is he yeah. made it games-wise? He's still eligible. Okay, yeah, I think Munro is going to be hard to beat then. Sure. Is he in your round one side, Matty? Yeah, okay, we'll go time Munro. Chevy Stewart. Chevy... <laughs> well, I'm joking. Yeah, he's actually very good chat. He'll be there starting fullback Blake Moser. round one. Blake Moser. Mm. Uh, has there ever been a bigger one-season improver than Hamisa? It's a good question. Mm. Once again, on the spot, very difficult, but be hard to top. Uh, I mean, I'm sure you could find seasons, but like to Colin, go from... Colin Best. <laughs> one of the great turnarounds from the Dragons to the Raiders. He's went from one of the worst centres in the end of the Daly M Centre of the Year, Bestie. Didn't he win... Was it... Best that won winger of the year as well, didn't he? I'm pretty sure it was centre of the year for the Raiders. Yeah, okay. Um, Might have been wing. Colin Best was Dalian centre of the good, year for yeah. the Wow. It's a good knock. Incredible. Winger. Because I think he, he rolled the great beak of that position. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how you knew so much about Colin Best yeah. and his positioning. Ro- absolutely robbed of that. <laughs> I think I got. I was named as like a one of the ones that could get it. And got then got robbed by, by Colin Best. Colin Best. Strong field that year. Never forgive him. Never <laughs> forgive him. Best. <laughs> Never forgive him. How dare you, Strongfield, that year, Timmy? How dare you, sir? Um, did Brad Thorne eat the ch- Did Brad Thorne eat the chook he ripped the head off on the Army Camp 2006? And did he cook it first? Um, well, he didn't. No, no, he ate it. He snapped the neck, threw that away, and then we plucked the chicken and then we cooked it in the um, the pans that they gave us. The it was crazy. It's crazy. Brad Thorne is one of the most underrated figures in rugby league he's, in world sport. He's ever, literally, statistically, you could argue he's the greatest athlete that this country has he ever was, yeah. He's like oh, proper well. SBW before mm, SBW. Yeah, and his resume may have It might have even yeah. been better. Um, I ooh, think in Union anyway, it was better from memory. Yeah, yeah. crazy. He was a... I remember, I've said this before, but one of my big memories of Brad Thorne was we in the gym. He like walked up by him. He's like, "You call that a man? I'll show you a man." And he was like, "Toss!" He was like, "Fucking!" You could see his whole upper body above my head. That's how well, nearly his whole body. And I was like, "Damn, that's a big human being." He's like one of the most unique guys ever. That at the start of every year, he'd have to go, "Okay, 
Do I want to be in the All Blacks forward pack or the Kangaroos? Insane. What am I going to do this year? Insane. Um, Yeah, back to the Hamiso one. Look, it is one of the... If you ever... Look, if you disregarded all of Wayne's past and you just wanted a sign of a good coach, you could look at just Hamiso's career and go, holy shit, look what Wayne got out of Hamiso. Um, I think that's it for the questions, boys. Oh, how did Guru, Timmy and Maddie join the podcast? Well, Maddie. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, I used to do everything myself, edit. I can put everything together, pack it all down, blah, blah, blah. Taught myself on YouTube. Then I needed someone to do that for me because I needed to create more content. That's how Maddie became part of the podcast. I was scouting soccer in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> Um, across the beat. <laughs> we needed a co-host and, and LaRue was already on my mind but LaRue reached out and he said mate if you need someone I'm here and I said I love the audacity I love it um, and so that's how the Rue came on and Timmy I what, used to watch a bit of uh, uh, Rue's show I like what he was about and I said to the Rue, if Timmy's keen come on I haven't been able to get rid of him since yeah, yeah. he's here I, I don't uh I don't give the LaRue much credit for, for too many things but I think you give me a good plug to you Kempi so Thanks, mate. <laughs> I mean, if we keep collecting people, we'll fucking have 20 people in 20 years. Yeah. I'm very nervous at the end of the table since Tammy's rocked up, I'll be honest. <laughs> so you were one of our gurus podcasting could be anything, and you just went, we'll, we'll take him. Yeah, we'll take him. Yeah. Just want to – Yeah, come with them all. <laughs> premiership winning side come in just fucking – poor guru mm. who was building towards the premiership just got his star player taken. <laughs> <laughs> and the great Hammy, well, the Hammy – the great Hammy came on board because we wanted to do face of music. Uh, we wanted to do something with face of music, and we wanted. I wanted a judge, so I was like, "Why don't you wear a referee's uniform and come on the show?" Yeah. And you were like, "Mate, if you want." And then that's how that happened. That's how that happened. Because initially we just did it ourselves, and mm-hmm. I was like, "You know, what's a good idea? We get a ref." And watching from afar, it was just carnage. It was just not working. So <laughs> yeah, there was, we weren't facing the music. You, you were not exactly. We you took the words out of my mouth there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That is us, done and dusted. Make sure to grab a case of bloke beer from your local, the beer of rugby league, the beer of Australian sport. Uh, and as usual, we'll all go fuck ourselves. Thank you. And good luck, Volk. <laughs> good luck, Volk. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.